Hey, Philip, what's going on? Hey, Brian, good to see you, man. I didn't hear you knock. I didn't know I had to knock. Fair enough. So what are we doing this week? The same thing we do every week, our podcast. Ooh, let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. The show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock, the podcast where neighbors drop by to expand their neighborhood. Have a little drinks, some banter, some fun. Philip, what's going on? Not much, man. I hear you might be staying for dinner tonight. I am staying for dinner if you'll have me. That's exciting. You're always welcome. Do I need to like do my, my best puppy dog face? Be like, please, sir, please. I mean, my wife Give would appreciate food. that, but I'm, I'm good without the puppy dog <laughs> thing. You know? Your wife would feed me no matter what. That's true. <laughs> She's just that great. My wife will feed you when you beg her not to. I, exactly. There yeah. you go. I know the, no... the, the begging is like, please don't give me more. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt about that. Like the old Russian, you know, babushka grandmother thing just comes out in her and she's like, no, you will eat. <laughs> and unlike the Italians. I never thought of it like that, actually. Yes, yeah, so when I was growing up, in, uh, the Italian side of my family was always just, oh, manja, you will eat. You're such a big boy. And they're always like fun about it. The Russians with Elena, man, she's like, you will eat. It's just like, a, just, oh, yes, ma'am. It's like an interrogation. Absolutely. <laughs> and my hands are on the table. <laughs> <laughs> visible I feel like visible I can, at all times. I feel like I can hear the tank treads in the background, you know? <laughs> like, you can, you can take her out of Russia, but yeah, I don't know. Crazy, crazy. No, but I'm uh, very grateful for that. I will be staying. Um, it, it's great to be here on the show. For those of you that are new to the podcast, you can check out other episodes on wherever you get your podcast. Everywhere on every platform, so check it out. Um, but I, I'm excited today because we have some amazing guests coming on. Oh, we really do. This is so much fun. Not only do we have one guest, but yes, I said guests. We get a duo. It's rare for us to get duos. Well, we're a duo. Well, I know, but, but... And we're on every show. Yeah, okay. Rare for us to get other duos. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Other, Follow me. Follow other, me, Brian. Other duos. Walk with me. Walk with me along this path. So, no, seriously, I could not be more excited for the guests that we have today. I've been listening all day long to their stuff and just laughing my ass off. Well, today's pair of guests is an L.A.-based musical comedy duo. They are veterans of stand-up comedy from places like Gotham Comedy Club in New York City, Boston Comedy Festival, Flappers, Burbank, The Comedy Store in Los Angeles, uh, Zany's Nashville, Throckmorton Theater, and more. I mean, they're known for their hilarious show, Mommy Tonk, which is not suitable for work, children, or anyone with standards, but for any audience hungry for ballsy originality. So we want to welcome to the show the incredibly, hilariously talented duo, Shannon Noel and Stacey Burrows. Hello, ladies. Welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock. Hi, guys. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Hey, We're hey, so hey. glad to be here. Well, we are thrilled to have you, and you guys are joining us all the way from the West Coast, so we appreciate you taking the time. How has everything been for you guys with performing I know that everything feels like it's opening up right now, and Mommy Tonk is getting ready to launch, I hope, again. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, our, our last live show was February 23rd at the Three Clubs in Hollywood, and it was pure fire. It was so much fun. 2020. Packed, <laughs> packed, packed, packed house, and we were like, this is great. 
let's keep this momentum going. And uh, then everything ground to a halt. But that's okay because we had a meeting this morning and now that venues are starting to talk about reopening and we have big plans (laughs) for some tours across Texas and Tennessee and Kentucky and this uh, California coastal tour. And then we want to do four local shows in L.A. Um, We just can't sit still anymore that's super exciting austin harlington Harlington. well if you come to houston Houston. we're we're gonna be there we'll definitely be there um i just love how you got giddy or at least shannon got giddy when when you said it's about to it's like almost a kid on christmas like yeah oh yeah so sorry are you seeing this sort of uh potential tour starting in more of the southern states or is it going to start in california how does that look that's a good question. I think, you know, we started to line it up today and we, we saw our, we actually saw it starting over in the Kentucky area in the fall. Yeah. We kind of pick, you know, climate based situations and Definitely. the fall in Kentucky's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Spring in at Houston. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And LA's gorgeous all year. So yeah, those are all good the urban <laughs> destinations. Not when it's not on fire, it's a really great place to uh, live. That's funny because our, our Kentucky tour is actually called, we call it the, the bourbon, bourbon tour. tour. Yeah. I would say it does. There's a lot of good bourbon on your stops on your tour. Right yeah. When now. Shannon's your tour manager in Kentucky, she, she does a distillery tour on the day of a show. So in the morning, you're drinking bourbon with your band. And then uh, that night, you're stumbling through your act but anyway it's so much fun listen we've <laughs> got to be efficient on the road we've got kids we got to get home to so we got to get it all in in like you know 12 hours <laughs> y'all just have to picture everybody from the 1970s that used to perform and just sort of embrace it right like yes. if they could do I it mean, we can do it we can do it a lot of less let, 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 less cocaine on our tours though. Yeah. <laughs> less cocaine, yeah. but a lot of bourbon <laughs> there you go well, ladies, t- t- let's talk about Mommy Tom because that, that's what you guys are mostly known for, right? What makes the show outside of, I mean, just having you guys, what is it that makes it so spicy? Okay, so let's just talk about how it evolved, right? So Shannon and I have both have two kids each. Uh, mine are now 13 and 16, and yours are... Uh, 11 and 12. Right. So we've been doing this for 11 years and uh, Mommy Talk was born out of frustration because it was gnarly. We don't have family around and we never thought we'd be moms in L.A. We always assumed we'd go back to Texas and Kentucky and raise our kids near our family and have a village of support and tons of hands to help. And uh, we did not cost do of that. Living. And we didn't have that. So every day was literally like, oh, my God. I can see the sweat. I saw the sweat. We have to put just him in like school here. And like, it's crazy. So we would just call each other and vent um, and cry and, you know, bitch and moan. And then by the end of that conversation, we'd be like, oh, shit, we got a song. We got to yeah. turn this into a song because yeah. we knew we weren't the only people having that. But the thing that's been, I guess, unique about us is that we don't water it down. And we don't, um, we, 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 we call it like it is. And we know that moms can handle it and audiences appreciate it because we're not um, sugarcoating it and we're not making it like Disneyfied. We, we just go right at the heart of mm-hmm. what real moms are really dealing with. And uh, we try to make light of it because it's really kind of gnarly. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, okay. So a little bit, jumping back a little bit to, you were talking about how you guys kind of, obviously, Shannon, I assume you come from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, talking so passionately about Kentucky. Um, and Stacy, I know you're from the Houston area originally. Mm-hmm. Where did you guys meet and how did you end up in LA? So we, okay, well, uh, the first, t- we met doing a show called Expressing Motherhood. And it's kind of like The Moth, if you're familiar with The Moth. It's a storytelling show and the theme is always motherhood. It's not always women in the show, but the theme is always motherhood. And Stacy and I uh, were both already living in LA, which we can talk about how we got there later or in a minute. But 
um, we were already in LA and we both got into that show uh, as individuals. So Stacy was doing a stand-up set and I was doing a character monologue and we didn't know each other and we had our first day of rehearsal. Right, and I had no idea what expressing motherhood was. I just wanted like seven minutes of stage time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I got a set. Yeah. She's like, it's not a comedy <laughs> show. And I was like, ah, whatever, I can do a set. <laughs> and then I go to rehearsal and it's literally like 10 stories that are so heartbreaking. Like there's a woman on the show telling a story about how she lost like three of her kids in oh, a car accident so while sad. she was uh, like it serving in the military overseas and I'm like, I'm sorry, and you want me to get up and do some jokes after that? What the hell am I here for? Yeah, anyway. it was it was very serious stuff. We were both like but in the audience. But that's the beauty of the show is right. like it's everything, right. drama. So you did comedy. it. You did your set. <clears throat> yeah, but this one, no. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm just saying that like, <laughs> like, a like a we get up to do our here. we get up to do our material that we presented to be on this show, oh, and right. Shannon gets up to do her set. And she's on stage with nothing but a breast pump and pajama pants on. <laughs> you did not. Listen, you were, you were I on stage. I, I had a oh, baby. I know. I know. But but wow. she delivers the most perfectly written and expertly delivered monologue that I've ever seen in my life. And I was howling. And I'm like, wait a second. I thought this was a sad show. And then I'm like, I am dying. And I'm like, who is this woman? I need to be her best friend. Will she be my best friend? I don't know. I don't give a shit how she feels about it, but she's going to be my best friend. <laughs> and we're going to be friends forever and whatever. That's just what's going to happen. So I was dying. I was like, okay, bowing down. to You the walk up. Hi, I'm Texas. We're friends now. That's, just <laughs> yeah, that's basically much. what it was. But it's re it was reciprocated completely because uh, Stacy got up like the next person to do her set, and I was taking off my breast pump and putting the milk in the refrigerator because I really was pumping some <laughs> breast milk backstage. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway. It's, it was everywhere, actually. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, so she got on to do her set, and she delivered the greatest stand-up set I've ever seen in my life. And I was, like, peeing my pants, laughing so hard. And uh, we basically walked up to each other at the same time. She said, hi, I'm Texas. I said, I'm Kentucky. And that was it. And uh, the showtime came around. There were, I guess back in those days we had, like, three shows a weekend. And... Uh, we had an actual green room, so mm -hmm. we'd be in the green room, and our producer would always bring back wine for the cast members. And there were about 10 or 12 of us, but Stacy and I somehow commandeered all, all the, of wine the wine to one corner. Like, That's our wine. I That's not wine for you, ladies. This You're I telling the sad <laughs> stories. The wine is for the comedian. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. And we drank most of that wine, and <coughs> I pumped and dumped, and we talked about motherhood. And Stacy had her kids were a little older, so I was like, what do I do with this? How do I do this? And... And after that show, my um, son's first birthday, I had one son that was about to turn one, and I had one in the belly. And my son was about to have his first birthday, and uh, we were having a big party, because if you have kids, you know that first birthday is a big deal. And my mom had flown out, and um, I was like, Mom, I, I really want to invite my new friend Stacy to, to to Booker's birthday party. Do you think that's weird? Mom was like, no, her of course. Name, her kid's name is Booker. Booker. From Bourbon. Booker Bourbon. Anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, Very Kentucky. Uh, my mom was like, no, you should invite her. So I call up Stacy or I paged you or something. And I was like, hey, you want to come to my son's first birthday party? I know it's a little weird, but it's at the Red Barn in downtown L.A. She found a barn in downtown L.A. She did. Wow. That's Kentucky. And she said, is there going to be booze there? And I was like, absolutely. She's like, I'm there. So she came, and I thought that was so cool mm -hmm. that she came to that party. It was with a fun party. Her little kids. And um, that's all she wrote. We just uh, were fast friends from that moment on backstage mm -hmm. drinking wine and that's great. Uh, well so uh, okay, I, I'm now yeah, all right, all right. I'm now friends with both of you. So yes, yeah, uh, we're kindred spirits. <laughs> Hello, I am now. I'm now. I mean, whatever. 
woman breast pumping on stage telling jokes. I was like, <laughs> you've seen it all before. Give it to me. Give it to me. Why not? <laughs> so then, so then how? So then, how many years later does the group start? Okay, so shortly after this awesome birthday party, um, I got a phone call from someone who wanted to book a comedian for a charity event, and she said, uh, I, "I thought of you first. How much time can you do?" And I was like, "How much time do you need me to do?" And they said, "An hour." And I was like, "Done, <laughs> easy, yes." I hung up the phone and I looked at my husband, and he goes, "Oh my God, how much time?" do they want you to do and I was like an hour and he goes how much time do you have I go 20 minutes tops only if I talk really slowly I was like <laughs> I'm fucked so I go but I've got an idea and so I called Shannon and I said would you mind sharing this bill with me so that you come on and do your monologues I'll do stand up and we'll just tag team this thing and fill an hour and she's like done I got it she's like hold on I gotta have my baby she's like oh I just had my baby I'll be right there anyway she did <laughs> Anywho, she came right from labor and delivery, um, appeared at the theater. We had to share one um, uh, Lavalier mic. love mic. Love, yeah. So we kept running backstage and switching the mic. And she put on her breast pump because oh, she had a newborn. Funny. And then I'd be like, hold on, let me go out and do 10. And I'd come back. And she, anyway, it was ridiculous. But we had such a good response that night. But the funny thing was we were never on stage at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we never sang. <laughs> it was just comedy. I, yeah. I, I personally hadn't heard any of your stuff until um, Brian suggested that we might do this episode in the show. And then I'm so grateful he did because I've been listening to everything you have and I've been <laughs> bombarding my Oh, wife. no, no. I, I didn't we're suggest. Sorry. I said we're doing this episode. Okay. Well, fair enough. Before, before Brian told me what was happening with our new guests. Um, but I, I've been bombarding my wife and she's been laughing her, her ass oh, off. And good. your stuff's hilarious. But also you both, you can really sing. Oh, so, thank So you. when did you figure that out? Did you know you could <laughs> so in the fell first, into it. In, the sh in that show that we did, uh, it was called "I'm Not from Here, but My Kids Are." So I would sing a couple of things in the show, but acapella, and they were just funny like song things. And then after that, she was like, "Hey, you know, I sing," and we both sang in church choirs as kids um, oh. before we became heathens. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, so so then we wrote love songs for our husband yeah well we she said i said i can sing and i i play like three chords on the guitar and she's like well i play like three chords on the piano like why don't we just try to start write a some band. song <laughs> let's start a band that's See, what we there's still do, hope right? for us philip there's still hope for us i'm telling yeah. you oh yeah <laughs> I, I i've been pretending to play guitar for a long time so you only I, need three chords or one really uh, I think then uh, Expressing Motherhood had another show, and we yeah. were like, "Why don't we uh, each write a song? Let's do a song, and you and and see what happens." And so we kind of worked on songs together. Even and at that point, she was singing a solo, and I was singing a solo. But she would like play guitar for me. Still, we had not sung together. Then we then went, we went to Chicago. Mm -hmm. We got uh, invited to do Expressing Motherhood in Chicago, and so we flew to Chicago together. And I I kid you not, we were backstage about to go on. Mm -hmm. I, I swear to God. Uh, I can't remember the name of the theater, but we're about to go on. Uh, maybe there was one other person ahead of us. Yeah. And that, their <laughs> sets are like five minutes. So we're like, hey, why don't I was like, do you mind if I lay a little harmony on your chorus? Just uh, just try it. I mean, it could work. It might not work, but I'm I'm pretty good at harmonies. So if right you don't mind, before I you just go jump on, in. Hey, would you mind if I change like, this entirely? Because yeah, this is the thing about Shannon. She's a yes and kind of girl. She's like, yeah. Totally. Come on. And I'm like, and she goes, wait a minute, on your song, do you mind if I put a little harmony on your chorus? I was like, I don't see why not. And literally, it was like lightning. We didn't even practice it. No. I don't think we practiced no, it. No, we didn't. We just did the, each other's choruses, and we harmonized it, and it was like 
like the sizzle between us and and uh, Lindsay, the creator of expressing motherhood at the time she was like what is happening she's like oh my god oh my god oh my god (laughs) and it was and we had so much fun i think we had two more shows or one (laughs) more show in chicago we went back to our hotel that night and we're like well i mean clearly this is what we do now right and uh I don't think we I think we needed a name, so oh. that we should have a name. Oh, that's right. And we then we were like, "What's a honky tonk for moms? Like, what would that be? Right. I don't know. We're just singing mommy, mommy, mommy tonk. Mommy tonk. Let's see if that exists. Mommytonk.com. Oh, it's available. You want to get it from GoDaddy? That very yeah. night. Really? And they were like, "Well, we should have business wow. cards too." So I think she printed up some business we went to cards. Went to Kinkos and cut out like cut business cards oh. and handed them out that night at the show. And we d- we changed my Instagram from my personal to Mommy Tonk, mm-hmm. and we became Mommy Tonk in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, we were born in Chicago, we bo- in Boystown. Oh my God! Wow, we that is. It's literally that. you took you had lightning in a bottle and just said yeah. boom and packaged it. Yeah, no joke. Said, this is what we're selling. I mean, that that's amazing. There are people that don't get that lucky. So that that's awesome to hear you guys say that. Yeah, that might be yeah. the most organic story I've ever heard about something in the entertainment world coming to be. That's that's really phenomenal yeah yeah it was uh we felt that way too we we're like this is this is really fun. it was just undeniable we're yeah. like this is so much fun and we complement each other so well uh and and i think the other thing is that we're fans of each other because mm-hmm. i saw what oh and here's the other key to our successful friendship and business pr- we did not meet as mothers mm-hmm. through our children so when you become a parent a lot of times you meet someone because your child goes to school with them or whatever we both had kids and families, but we met as independent women, writers, creators, and that's how we like. We met at that level. Yeah, yeah. that's so an excellent point. So it wasn't like, point. oh, you're a mom. What do you do? Well, it's like, oh, you're a comedian. Oh, you're a mom too. So it was nice to just come into it. I love, like, I love that. But okay, just uh, to on that note, because I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not a parent, and my wife and I aren't planning to have kids. But I know Philip has a daughter and stuff, and. You know, everyone always asks, you know, who's your best friend? And, you know, it's it's someone who has a, a kid and they're like, oh, you don't have any kids. How did you guys meet? So I kind of I kind of <laughs> get that because we didn't meet yeah. because of of his daughter at all. Right. So I love hearing that. But your other relationships with other friends that you have that you've met mm-hmm. through your kids, mm-hmm. how is that different? Just kind of ju- I just want to kind of harness how special it well, is and how important sh- it is to, for adults to continue <clears throat> to meet people you know on their own and be social and communicate well and to do the things they love to do yeah don't stop what your art is like (laughs) if you become a mom a lot of people think you got to stop doing what you're doing but we say no no keep doing what you're doing unless you're a meth addict doing meth or something right (laughs) (laughs) just for the kids but uh, But just until they're if you're a singer until you're back on your own (laughs) yeah you might want to try to get off the streets if it's available to you just just for a short time you can be right back there before i was a mom i was a crack whore but then i became a mom and now i'm not a crack whore anymore (laughs) cheers to you as soon as 18 hits uh, you know i I got choices again right we got choices but no um but yeah we think it's super important to have this relationship because first of all we share a brain uh, w- one of our favorite songs ever <coughs> that we wrote was called apple pie and apple pie was after the election of 2016 we were like well we gotta write a song about this and so i walked i drove i live about 45 minutes from here so i drove i walked through the door she goes i've got the first line and i said what is it she goes you're gonna cook that fucking turkey like you've never cooked before and like literally i'm coming through the door of her house and i go you're gonna travel to a state that you don't live in anymore, and then she's like, and then, and like we're we running to the, we sat the down. kitchen table. We're like, yeah, my, my, my. and it was just like, 
it just we can share our our brain is just like it's so meshed. Mm-hmm. How are you so guys not in every major <laughs> household? I, they, you guys should be in every major household. I mean, you should <laughs> you should have an app that you you guys need like an app. We for actually people. are. We are Alexa. We a lot of people don't app. know us. Yeah. I think that's right. A that mommy so tonk funny. app. If you're like you need a little something, you just turn it on. No, that's you know what it should be. It it, it should just be a, a one tap, and it gives you either a song lyric or a quote from you both. <laughs> And that's all you like your mommy, your mommy tonk for the day. Yeah, I just need a a quickie. I just need a quickie, mommy. A quickie. I need a quickie, but (laughs) not mommy tonk. Give me a quickie at all. (laughs) Someone just needs to laugh or be relieved for one second, and they're like, "Fuck, click," and it's just (laughs) Just a little little dopamine hit. There you go. I dig it. Mommy tonk in the veins. Okay, so you guys, you've you've met. You were doing this show. Things took off. You got lightning in a bottle. And where you both now live in Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when did you guys decide to make that move? Or was it kind of, again, organic, like you ended up in the same place, you were doing things kind of separately and then ended up in the same place together? Yeah, yeah. We, we uh, well, I came out to L.A. like a roundabout story. Like I was in Kentucky. I went to college in Kentucky. I moved to Atlanta for a bit. I, I was doing theater, like res, uh, regional theater all across the South and, um, then I ended up on a tour for a children's a children's theater, which is what I used to do. Uh, <laughs> children's I, theater out of you, yes, I know it. Right. Yes, I know it very well. All right, maybe we work some of the same places. I worked for Missoula Children's Theater. Oh, I, I'm very familiar with Missoula. I, I did never I never took a job with them. It was too much. Um, uh, I, I was I was a little bit older. <laughs> Yeah, I think I was too, which is why I ultimately had to quit it. But uh, which is how I got to L.A. I did the tour and um, it was awesome. It was so much fun. And then I was like, I just can't. This is I can't travel in this little pickup truck with one other person anymore right now. And I was in Yuma, Arizona on my last show. My best friend from high school in Kentucky lived in Santa Barbara, California. I took a Greyhound to L.A. I called her. I was like, come pick me up. She picked me up in some like hippie van. I ended up in a le- legit like commune up in Santa Barbara, living in an attic, and I loved it. <laughs> I was like, "This is the greatest thing ever since mm-hmm. the last Grateful Dead show I went to." Yeah. I was like, "This is Sweet so much relief. fun." I stayed in <laughs> Santa Barbara, then like got serious about acting and writing, playwriting, mm-hmm. and started doing school in L.A. Like acting school and was commuting. I was like, "Well, this is crazy. I'm not commuting from L.A." And so I left beautiful Santa Barbara, moved down to L.A., and then. Mm-hmm. That's how I got to L.A. Stacy yeah. came out. Yeah, so I uh, graduated University of Texas at Austin, and um, on a Saturday and um, <laughs> on a Tuesday, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to New York City. And so I did, and I all I wanted to do is comedy. I just wanted to do stand-up comedy, and I always wanted to live in New York City, and good, I had just met my boyfriend at the time, and I know, I was like, I got to go to New York, and he's like, well, I'm going to go to Chicago because I'm an ad man. I was like, ah, they do advertising in New York. So if you want to be with me, oh, we're going to New York. And he's like, well, good, because I got a job in New York. And I was like, well, I'm going to find one too. And I did as a waitress. Anywho, but (laughs) I also finally like embraced stand-up comedy. I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. And it's just one of those things that uh, uh, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And I really did pretty well there. You know, just learning the craft. Not, Not well- it's funny when you say oh, I did well with it. It's like, well, what shows have you been on? Well, what are your TV credits? It's about that room of people that assembled that night. And how did I do every time you just go from nothing to something? And how was it received? And it just always felt really comfortable to me. And it clicked. It I just so love good. it. And I was like, yeah, this is it. And so I stayed, we stayed in New York for like six years and then moved to LA because of the weather. 
<laughs> we were like, I'm sick of winter. Let's go to California. And so my husband got transferred uh, with his ad agency. And I came out here thinking, well, I know comedy. But <laughs> L.A. comedy is very different from New York comedy because L.A. comedy, everybody has their set. They want a sitcom. So it has mm -hmm. to be squeaky clean, TV friendly. And anytime I would do my New York material, people would be like, whoa, that's edgy. I'm like, no, it's not. What really? are you talking that, about? That's like, interesting comedy to hear. Crazy. Like, but that was 20 years ago, okay? Right. Now it's a different scene. But um, so when I became a mom, I was like, well, I guess I can't do comedy anymore because I have to raise my babies. You know what I mean? I can't be out in clubs, like, hopping from stage to stage. And so I sort of had to step away from it for a bit, which made me really sad. But I had an important job to do, raising children. And then I went to this preschool. My kids went to preschool with this woman who was doing the show Expressing Motherhood. And she was like, threw out a casting call. And I was like, oh, I need to be on your show. She's like, no, it's not a comedy show. And I was like, I know I do stand up, but like, you have to take a chance on me because my stories are real. They're funny. And yes, I am a stand up, but like, just take a chance on me. She's like, I don't know. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> can you just trust me? Trust me? Right. And she goes, okay, but if it doesn't go well, you know, Lindsay, she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, can you trust me? And so, of course, like, that's where Shannon and I met. And then she was like, oh, this worked out great. And this I'm like, is amazing. And so now we're, like, brand ambassadors for, like, uh. Expressing Mother. Like, it's our favorite show to do. We do it every time she does it. And we're like, isn't that funny that you had The poor thoughts? woman, though, she's looking at you and be like, are, are you sure you're funny? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. It's like, oh, they're coming back yeah. again. Are yeah, sure? we'll have you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, right. no, she's like our best friend now. It's she like, is. It's that's awesome. It's, we're that's not awesome. With Lindsay. Super cool. It leads me to three, to three very general questions. I, I, have, uh, I have three. So, so firstly, doing acting school in L.A. Mm-hmm. Is everyone there? It takes him time. He has to. He has the thought, and then you have to wait for it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm like an <laughs> so, old. I'm an old this man. Meisner. Okay? He's it's, acting. He's. He's yeah. still working on dial-up. The AOL. Listen, I'm, <laughs> if, I, I. I kid. I kid. Look, but if, I, if our president can can give a press conference, okay, <laughs> I can get through a podcast. I'll, I'll. I'll pull it off. I promise. Um. So. So. Acting school in LA. Is it how I picture it? Is everyone there just so sure that they're going to just blow it out of the water? Like they're the ones. I picture everyone it like this is committed. huge. Everyone's very committed. I, 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 well, I would hope so if they're, if they're taking I that I can respect the shot. commitment. My, my question has to do more with the, the ego? with the ego, right? Like, is it like, do you have to have it? Do you have to have that inflated super ego just to I survive it? I would say uh, the actors that we know are just kind of like, they just want to be working. Yeah, I mean, just cool. there are okay. definitely places like that, and there are workshops like that, and it, it it's it's both. I think the image that you have is 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 definitely a thing here. And the other image is people get into these like acting schools, and they're very serious about it, and they're not thinking about the television or commercial world. They're still like studying Meisner, mm -hmm. studying you know, the technique and really getting into it. And then there's a lot of comedy schools and improv schools. I, I went to Second City out here. and I went to the oh Groundlings, and I remember one guy in my class, and he was so good, and he was so confident. And, I mean, he's he might not be a household name now, but he's been in enough stuff that if I said his name, you would be like, oh, I've seen that guy and stuff. But I remember how he got his agent because he was he was like the best guy in the class and he had a sunny disposition and he was just eager to do the work. He was just like, I just love this, you right. know, thing. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so good. And he sent a headshot. This is back in the days of headshots. And he sent a headshot to an agent, like a good, a good agent. And he just put a post-it note saying, per your request, 
here's my info. And then she got it. He goes, oh, no, she never requested it. Right. I just sent it because I needed I needed her to know me. I and love I that. knew that that's I could great. knock it out of the park. And she did. She pulled him and she goes, I don't remember. Maybe that's where the ego comes in. It's just like it's confidence. Like, it's I, like it's confidence. I have to okay. sell myself. And if I don't believe in me, I, how can you believe in me? Yeah. That's really good, though. That's smart. I like that. It's I still have smart. a stack of 50 headshots. Yeah. Hey, I'm so sorry it took me so long. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry it took yeah. me so long to get yeah. this to you. Yeah. Per your yeah. You know, but I've, your I've, been, I've been swamped. But here you go. <laughs> you know? And it worked. And he works a lot. I love that. And I was like, this is this is perfect. You know, opportunity met preparation. And okay. this guy was just like. So yeah. the optimist in me, this is kind of the answer I was hoping for mm -hmm. because I love hearing I love hearing just like people just being people and, and, and loving their art and trying to yeah. do something good. Yeah. Um, my second question go goes back to New York, though. So stand up in New York. You're waiting tables out there, mm -hmm. right? Waiting tables, Manhattan proper or Burroughs or, or oh, where yeah. are we? So, um, yeah, I worked at 54th and 3rd at okay. Houston's restaurant in the basement of the City Court building. So oh, I would wow, work corporate wow. lunches with all the wealthy people on business accounts. Yep. And I would rob them <laughs> because i was charming i was from texas they're like i'm gonna give you all my money absolutely I'm like, yes, yes you are yeah you're, you're out there you're I out there see, making like, and the I southern accent comes out a little thicker at work oh for Hi, sure y'all yeah as soon as you leave fucking dude like, what the fuck dude <laughs> yeah yeah you're out you're out there making saul rosenberg just laugh his yeah. ass off yeah. right and yeah, yeah yeah no perfect i'm, I'm from new england so i, I totally yeah. i totally get it yeah so my, my final question, y'all you, you have both uh, played Houston before. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. So did you ever do Houston as a stand-up, um, a solo stand-up comedy routine or just as duos? I did, I did a set. I mean, it was so long ago. I couldn't even tell you what the club was. Uh, I maybe did it one time, That's okay. but I don't. I don't even remember what it was. It was. It was when I was a very young. Comic. It's why I asked the question though, because Houston, mm -hmm. from what I understand, I moved here back in two thousand three, and I, I've gotten mm -hmm. uh, kind of a crash course education in the city and its history. And there's some really interesting things about. Oh yes. Houston and Texas large. Yeah, comedically speaking, Houston used to be an absolute trying like a destination. It was like a staging for young comics, yeah. right? And, and there was a whole different audience here and. Um, unfortunately, all of our comedic theaters, for the most part, are gone. We've only got the big like. There's two. There's the comedy bullshit. improv there, yeah. and it, I mean, there's there's like two or three, and but there's yeah. The last stop is now like a corporate-owned massive thing. Back mm -hmm. in the '70s, there used to be a comedy club that that was considered like a big proving ground for mm -hmm. for up and coming comics, and uh, it's it's mm -hmm. now it was a laundromat after that, and and now it's yeah. a liquor store. And they Perfect. still, yeah, and they still have the they awning. They should combine all three yeah. of those. Yeah, they still have, they, <laughs> they, should, they should really should. They still have the awning where, where you used to walk in and wait oh. at the door and, and buy your tickets, right? And I, I used to drive by. That had to be a theater, you know? And yeah. Sure enough, yeah. you know, changing but world. But the good that. thing about like the state of comedy now and what we find in LA, like LA, you've got your comedy store, you've got your improv, you've got your laugh factory, right? So those are your big giants. Mm -hmm. And those giants, you know, they pull in the big names. You're going to get your Chappelle. You're going to get Chris Rock. You're going to get all these people. But, And those are phenomenal shows. And, of course, you're going to want to go and you're going to want to see them perform. But there's also another sublayer where you can find venues at every level. Right. So, like, our favorite venue is the Three Clubs, and that's at Santa Monica and Vine. It's supposed to seat, what, 60? Mm -hmm. But we sold 100 tickets last February. <laughs> a year ago, we're like, we sold more. She's like, you have to stop selling tickets. But we crammed it. Because we're like, it really doesn't matter the venue's name mm -hmm. or the venue's reputation. 
you are responsible for what happens on that stage and you can bring magic to anywhere. We have performed in people's backyards. We have performed uh, in some places. Bathrooms. We have. And, uh, and honestly, we're just like, we're the, we're the party, guys. We don't care where we are. We're the party. You came to our party. We're hosting you and we're all going to have a great time. And so, so we don't. So really... my birthday is in September. Oh, we're there. Um, all right. <laughs> we're there. Oh, yeah. We will bring the band. <laughs> Uh, no, I, it's it's really refreshing to hear you guys say that. And, and personally, as a performer, I, I love hearing that as well because it is. It's, it's really about what you're bringing to the stage. So I yeah. applaud you guys, first of all. Secondly, do you guys ever still get starstruck a little bit with, uh, oh, with, I with, did yesterday. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Wait. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. I haven't even heard. I this. know. What I happened? didn't tell you, oh, and I was going to tell you later, but I know it's like. Oh, so this is so a first on neighbors don't knock. Here we go. Okay, <laughs> hold on. A second. First of all, I do not get starstruck. I can be standing next to people and go, "Yep, that person is on that show. That person is that whatever." There are some people though. There's one person in particular. <laughs> so I was having lunch with a friend in Larchmont, and. Three men walk by. So we're all outside now because none of our restaurants are open. So everybody has to be outside on the sidewalk. And I see three men walk by. And the third guy on the outside, I, I didn't even see his face. I just saw the fucking body and the hair. And I go, <laughs> and my friend goes, what the fuck is, what the fuck is going on? I was like, that's Conan O'Brien. And he goes, no, it's not. I go, motherfucker, uh, 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 I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> I knew he was there before I he even I could feel his presence because I am in love with Conan O'Brien. Like I don't know what is wrong with me, but like talent, I, talent crush. Well, it's not a talent crush. It's his podcast, which is oh, called yeah. Conan O'Brien needs, needs a friend. A friend. Okay? I listen to it. I listen okay. to it. Yeah. So if you've ever heard the John Mulaney episode, that is where you're just like, this is the greatest thing that's ever been done ever. I love him. And I just love his mind. I love his wit. I love. I've met him before in New York when I was there 20 years ago and he's so friendly and everybody loves him. He doesn't have a single enemy about maybe NBC, but anyway, <laughs> but he's just, I just love him anyway. So off they go. And then my friend and I are talk, 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 talking. And then he comes back and I go, Oh, oh my God. And I'm like, hives. I am. I, I'm just like, I can't handle it. He goes, Oh my God, what is happening to you? I go, I know, but that's Conan. I'm looking at his face. Conan comes by, right? walks past me looks right at me i'm sure because i'm fucking freaking out and i do one of these i was like you know remember all, all that all that 20 years this. ago it's me again and he looked me at the eye like he looked at me like do i know you and i'm like we'll talk you know we'll talk later That's so <laughs> we'll talk and i was like what the I'll fuck is you. wrong with me you my friend was like, like per your request I was like, here's, my, here's my phone number <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucking hysterical. Conan, yeah, so I'm yeah, sorry it took me question, so long. I'm glad I caught you. I'm glad <laughs> I caught you. Yeah. I've been meaning to mm -hmm. reach back mm. out to you. Remember that time day. in New York when you asked? Oh, well, you asked <laughs> with your eyes. It's okay. I know you didn't really say anything. Well, that's, that's I mean, a, I gave him good. a look of familiarity. Like he sh like, And he kind of looked back at me like, do I know you? And I'm like, yeah, did he do a you bit? Because he's. I know he's infamous for doing bits everywhere he goes. He was definitely on a business like, okay. It was him. It, it, like he's got a new HBO Max show, which is his travel show, Conan Without Borders. It's so fucking funny. It's he hilarious used to do it for like TBS or something, like a long time ago. Well, they, they, no, now. they they did it. And they they did. They put it on Netflix because they did one in Cuba, which right. was really funny. I I lo I, oh, I love Conan O'Brien. I actually love watching his. One of my favorites was his <laughs> Italy trip or whatever. Yes, you know, with George Schlansky. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, he I, abuses the shit out of Jordan, and Jordan's just like, "Yep, I'm a weirdo." And, yep. and he's just like, <laughs> I love that rapport and his assistant, um, Sona. Uh, what's her name? Sona. Sona. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I love because I love him. He, he does bits, and and he, but like you said, he's very personable. Is what yeah. everyone says, and so to hear you say that, it's really kind of neat. Um, I'm sorry you didn't get to have a longer chat with him, well, though. Well, uh, the first time I met him 20 years ago, I was working a party for Saturday Night Live because I always wanted to be on Saturday Night Live, but I didn't get on it, by the way. I don't know if y'all know that, but I never did. <laughs> hey, but that's uh, okay. It's, not, it's so still I said, on the air. Close yeah, second. Yeah. I'm a waitress. So, uh, anyway. And I'm wa- I, <laughs> yes, I waited tables at the restaurant that hosted the party. So they would wrap the show and then come over to our restaurant at like 1 in the morning and party till like 5 in the morning. And I worked all of those parties, Okay. Because I was just, I was like, oh my God, these are comedy gods. And he hosted the show one night and he came into the restaurant. And again, it's just something about, even 20 years ago, he walked in the room and I was like, (gasps) and I walked right up to him and I was like, allow me to shake the hand of the funniest man on television. He was like, okay, I'm Conan. I was like, yeah, I know, I'm Stacey. It's so nice to meet you. I was like, let me get you a drink. I have a weird sense of familiarity with Conan O'Brien and I don't know why, but I just, I fucking love him. I think you're going to have to get to the bottom of it eventually. I, well, I, I have a plan. You know what? If, if he oh. has, maybe if we can get him on the show, we'll get you back and we can get you both. <laughs> so, well, Conan, yes. if, if you're listening, well, maybe we can, we can have a, a little intervention or I something. I will just explain the whole intervention. Lunch. I just, I don't I, know. I can guys. relate he to this story to so much, though, because I, I have a weird familiarity with almost everybody I meet, and I've actually been called out on it a couple of times. Oh. Like, I've gotten the whole, like, I don't know you. And I'm like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. You know, I just, oh. like, What's up, dog? But but I just I just so I I don't get um usually starstruck. I've had a couple of people that I've been uh, googly eyed about, uh, but for the most part, I, I happen to have come across a lot of people that are, that are mostly entertainers that are, that are celebrities and famous, and and it's been in situations like that where it's like you're either working something and they happen to be there, or you're just in the same restaurant together. And for me, it's it's always kind of been like, oh, that's cool. That's so-and-so. They do a job. I do a job. It's good. And unfortunately, the few times I've had the opportunity to meet those people, it's it's sort of gone that way. And they've expected the, you know, yes, I am. Oh, and I've given yeah, the, no. that's cool. So did you Uber here or, you know? <laughs> you nowhere to go <laughs> like, you know, There's nowhere to go. What do I say to you? Although you did ask uh, Catherine Heigl to marry you. I was like 12 years what? old. <laughs> well, wouldn't you though? I was she's like 12 beautiful. years old. She, she, yeah, yeah. She's very beautiful, of course. And, uh, and she grew up in my hometown. So, so oh. yeah, it was, a, it was a Dunkin' Donuts, uh, 12 year old love moment. Oh my God. That oh, is so cool. I, I think, I think she was beautiful. 14 or so at the time though. And she That's said, right. no, she said, no, it's legal in Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just ask my dad. All right. We're not going to go. <laughs> 13 but anyway listen i'm not even gonna we're not gonna go there because this is a morning show i don't even know anyway. a morning show <laughs> well for, for, for show. some it depends who's listening in the morning it could be <laughs> we, we drop the episodes in the morning <laughs> that's true oh first thing in the morning in fact a wine made with passion and soul is a great way to bring people together and that's why we choose a passion Alpacion is an award-winning wine produced in the Uco Valley region of Argentina and can be found in fine restaurants and retail establishments all over the world. Taste the passion today or book a trip to their vineyards and experience their exquisite lodge and glamping tents. Learn more at www.alpacion.com. And now back to the show. 
Well, I'm so glad that you are sitting there enjoying being here with us because we are enjoying having you. For those of you that are just tuning in, if you uh, are just tuning in, it's not like we're on radio or anything. That's really weird for me to say that. I'm so used to doing the radio. Oh, like, I, just, I just downloaded this podcast and forwarded two, yeah. two minutes of I just it. decided I just I'm going to listen at like minute 30. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Moscow and Flames, Mrs. Headed to New York, <laughs> film at 11. There we go, right? But if you guys are wanting to find out more about Neighbors Don't Knock, download uh, our episodes, like and subscribe to our podcast. We drop new episodes every Friday. You can catch up. Um, we are sitting here talking with the lovely Shannon Noel and Stacey Burroughs. Yeah, I, I guess that's the radio. I used to do radio back in the day, so it kind of just never goes away. It creeps up. It does creep up a little bit because podcasting... It, well, we've been doing po- we've been doing the podcast for a little over a year, and it kind of like you guys. It, it was to me felt very natural for us to go this way. But I like it. You're like the old veteran. They die hard. How did you guys meet? <laughs> right? Yeah. How did you meet? How, did you guys? How did you meet? Well, actually, my wife was giving Pilates classes to <laughs> Philip's wife. So we that didn't. Sentence act- could have given, gone in any direction. <laughs> that was a nice dramatic. Don't pause ever pause after the giving. words. My wife was giving <laughs> um, uh, Pilates. Oh, Pilates. Pilates. That's right. It was. I, but I wasn't sure what what type of class Pilates class it was. So I was yeah, trying and, to get very specific. My wife came home a changed woman. So. We- <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my wife is very sexy. It's it's hard. No, oh, actually, yes. we, we, Misty, we, Misty's dancer, and she's a Pilates instructor, oh, and she's got shoot. she can sing like a bird. Yes. I was in choir with her. Oh, that's true. You guys did that. You uh, made this Creek high school? high school. Yes. Oh my. Yes, Lord. you. That's right. You guys this. did do a choir together. So sure she did. was the actually, and a big shout out to my wife. She was the one who suggested that I. She's smart. Look at you, she's and she, she's like, she's like, oh, uh, I know, I know someone great for your show, and it's she's hilarious, and you should oh, check her out. And sweet. then as soon as Thank she you. sent me stuff, I was like, I've got to have her on the show. I've got to, I got to have them on the show. <laughs> but yeah, we we did we did meet through our wives actually. Indeed, yeah. His uh, his wife and my wife were scheming to get us together for quite a long time, and and we happen to throw a New Year's Eve party every year at my house for some friends and neighbors. And okay, we'll come, we'll come, we'll come. Yeah, we're You're there. welcome. We're You're there. welcome anytime, anytime, <laughs> especially in a post-pandemic world. Come on by. My wife presented this to me as, oh, this really super famous local actor is going to come to New Year's Eve, so we should dress up. I'm like. Oh. Uh, well, who's coming? Oh, it's, it's Brian Chambers. I'm like, uh, um, okay. Don't uh, you know me? <laughs> you know? I mean, come on now. So I start Googling. Right? I'm like, who is this guy? You know, I'm getting all like, who? I didn't know, know you Googled on? me. I did Google you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I found you, and you've been in like everything. So I'm like, holy crap, this guy's been in like everything. This is going to be fun. And sure enough, it was fun. Um, but we didn't know we were going to do a podcast together. That That's a pandemic-born situation. No, we didn't even oh. know we were going to be... Yeah, well, that's not entirely true. I, I think we had flirted with the idea, and I think the the pandemic just kind of yeah, I think, launched I think it. Drunkenly over a few <laughs> nights of laughter, it yeah. was, we should record this <laughs> shit. <laughs> kind of like, we should we should totally open a bar, dude. We <laughs> so, you know, one of those. Um, but You're that. like, do walk and do walk. I think, no, seriously, a podcast be hilarious. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's blossomed. I'm here more than my own house. That, that's That's for sure. Well, because that's, that's where the Woodford fact. is. Yeah, that's yeah. also Ooh, a fact. And the food. And, and when it's not, I bring a bottle over and be like, please, sir. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you brought booze? Come on in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have go. the key. I have the key. 
No, so. but y'all y- y- really, uh, really summed it up the best with your own story. You know, once you become fast friends and, and you have a common interest and you both realize that you like to be heard and entertain people, it was it was a really natural fit. So I'm quite grateful that we've been able to do this for as long as we have and hopefully it keeps up. And now I, I do because I, I just have been anticipating this all episode. I want to hear some mommy tonk. Do we get so? It? Do we can get we? It? Can you guys give us a little bit of a, a little Maybe bit of some songs, some songs, sure. or, or, yeah. or a little bit of taste of what people at your shows are going to get introduced to? Oh, we get a tre- we get it. We get oh treat. yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, here the thing about it is, <laughs> <laughs> let me get let me get fiddle. Mommy Tonk is for lovers and uh, and also married people. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And. Uh, we believe oh. in love and we believe in romance. And I so, those you know, a lot of times we write some songs that, you know, are dirty or funny or well, this whatever. One's for, this but is this really one's for sweet. our husbands. So, this is a romantic song for our, 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 our husbands. And we wrote it for Valentine's Day one year. You're the only one I'm allowed to fuck, so we better fuck tonight. I've been waiting in this bed all day long for you to come home and do me right. Oh, it's Valentine's Day and the kids are hopped up on sweethearts and strawberry wine. I told them not to touch it, but they took it from me and they should be out in no time. We'll turn the white noise on and we'll lock the door. They won't hear a thing. You're the only one I'm allowed to fuck. That's why I wear this wedding ring. You're the only one I'm allowed to fuck. So we better fuck tonight. I've been waiting in this bed all day long for you to come and do me right. You're the only one I'm allowed to fuck. So we better fuck tonight. I've been waiting in this bed all day long for you to come home and do me right. <laughs> wow, brilliant. Oh, we haven't heard applause in a year. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that was, that was fantastic. That was fantastic. I had to mute my mic. I was laughing so hard. I had to mute oh. my mic. No. <laughs> I had to mute it. I was just like, I... I that was a, great. A, as a husband, you, you have no idea how much I'm thinking right now. Going, like, oh, yes. oh shit. Yeah, that's that's my husband's least favorite song. Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking like Brian. Maybe I shouldn't have one more bourbon because you know. <laughs> you should always have another bourbon. You should definitely always have another. Yeah, I agree. And and that was a very very lovely Valentine's tribute and love song to your husband. So lucky lucky guys. That was hilarious. Well played. That's so, <laughs> so fun. For anybody that is you know a lover or uh, you know has a significant other, you know, that's a song that you can find on Apple Music or mm-hmm. YouTube, Spotify, Spotify YouTube. everywhere. You everywhere. can you can find Mommy Tonk. I do want to give a quick shout out to the members of your band. Because uh, oh, yes, they are jazz musicians by trade. Oh, so brilliant. they can play anything. So yeah. for us, they're like, yeah, I will come do a little, you know, by, you know, our drummer is like the best jazz drummer in L.A., if not the world. Mark Sanfilippo. Yeah, Mark. And you got Gabe Davis on the upright bass. Yes. And then Tom Moose. First of all, yeah. 
Anyone named Moose. I know. That's how he got the gig. We're like, hire the Moose. (laughs) He's the Moose. (laughs) He's a fiddle and guitar with you guys. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, guys, awesome. I mean. Thank you. That that was that was fantastic. See, that's now, we actually I, had a pretty famous fiddle player before Tom, and on the album you'll hear another fiddle player named Corey Simeone. And Corey Simeone he's, is, I oh. mean, he's on a whole nother level. He's so talented, and he's an actor as well. And so he needed to devote more time to auditions and stuff like that. So he he doesn't a tour with us anymore but he's he still a great sometimes. member of our family and we love him so much and he's on the goldbergs i think yeah. he's good yeah, he's, he's on the, the goldbergs. goldbergs anyway but like uh but, but he's the guy you hear on the album uh but tom is our tour i don't know if you mentioned it but the name of our band is the assless chaps mm-hmm. <laughs> i d- i thank you for reminding me the assless chaps that's right um because yeah. <laughs> it's just when i every time i read that do you guys go by mommy tonk and the assless chaps or is it? Uh, we're it depends on who's Colin. <laughs> if Conan is Colin, we go by Stacy Burrows and her friends. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But anywho. Fair enough. That's hilarious. Oh, Conan, so, good so to hear dumb. from you. Yeah, I'm like um, getting hives right now just talking about it. Anyway. Oh, my Lord. We have to go find him tonight. I know where he lives. So oh, no. when Shit. you guys, obviously I you guys are doing it. You guys are obviously together a lot when you're not doing music i know it kind of just comes naturally do you guys have any other hobbies that you guys get into yeah yeah you want to go first hang on hang on <laughs> you go first. all right all right so, so fornication yeah, I, is I, not I'm included yeah. <laughs> i i will sing anytime anybody's gathering so i'm i'm in a cover band called Kummerspeck, which is a uh, german for grief bacon which is the weight <laughs> you uh the weight you gain in your middle years in your middle age years anyway but we do like Wait, hang on, back rock up. covers I'm from sorry. the 70s grief bacon yeah grief bacon yeah Kummerspeck. That's, that's the name of the okay bacon. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a cover band okay. that I sing in, in Topanga. And they are great. By We're the way. so much fun. It's so much fun. It's crazy. It sounds. But fun. we play the music festival in Topanga called Topanga Days. So that's one. Um, and then I have a solo project that I'm working on right now, which is um, that I recorded a solo album this year <laughs> called No Good Drunk, and I'm actually leaving to drive to El Paso in two days because I'm tracking down the grave of my grandfather. He was a no good drunk and he's buried in El Paso in another woman's grave. And he died when my mom was 10 and she doesn't know anything about him. And so I have, I've done a lot of research for about 10 years and I found a vehicle for it, which was through music and the documentary. And I'm so fucking excited because it's crazy, the shit I found out. And it's beautiful, the music is beautiful. And my co-writer on that is Sam Small. Sam Small is a genius too. But well, he wants to be an assless chap, but we keep telling him, no, no, you cannot be an assless chap because we do not need another assless chap. <laughs> <laughs> but when we do, we'll give you a call. You, you, come on up. Come on up. But Sam Small is a genius. I can just yeah. tell you that. Yeah. Do you have people come to your shows and assless chaps? We haven't yet. But, but I, there's so well, much challenge accepted. know about our live show. <laughs> Let me know <laughs> how that goes. Well, I won't saying, be there to see that. Well, you already know my birthday's in September, so there we go. Oh, right. great. They so already dawn, said they're coming, so. Don those assless chats, Brian Chambers. Let's go celebrate the big day. I mean, what the? F- oh, it could be in Houston in September. There you go. You might be. Now, Shannon, do you have any projects? I have two Shannon has boys. fifty thousand projects. <laughs> I do have fifty thousand projects. I don't know. I I do some like side writing, some gig writing for American Greetings. If you all have ever bought a digital birthday card for anyone, I sometimes uh, pitch write some of their material and 
uh, if you got a Christmas card this year that was personalized, that you might have seen me singing on it with your name. <laughs> uh, you can Google that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do some of that uh, year round. And I also uh, somehow got myself locked into being the president of my PTA. Not <laughs> after this year. I'm <laughs> forbidding it. This is my, I'm on the end of my second term. <sighs> what do they think um, about good that? Good for you. When they that is, that's she's crazy so good commitment. at it, though. I am. I'm she so good at it. She has so much it. fun with it. And she, like, dedicates herself to I it, really so. am good at it. It's so you're weird, reaching like, new audiences through the PTA with well, Mommy Tonk? Well, that's We've actually, mm-hmm. yes, they've all been to, They like, all come to the show, so it's actually good promotional. It, uh, it is. They're really, they're the most supportive. Yeah. I, my kids go to a charter charter art school, so it's a, it's perfectly appropriate for me to be the PTA president. That makes more sense. I'm, I'm thinking public <laughs> school, like, okay, guys, thank you for the bake sale. And by the way, Mommy Tonk's performing at the bar next week. Okay, so, <laughs> so we did oh, tell the story. Wait, wait, which one are you telling? The gym where we got band oh right so before my kids <laughs> went to the school where they're they're going now which is called los Feliz charter school for the arts and it's an awesome progressive arts edu- arts integration school stacy and i had um uh, somebody called us from there this is way before my kids were in the school and said hey we're doing a fundraiser like a party night for our adults do you want uh, can your band play and we we're like yeah absolutely is it is it just for the parents and they're like yes absolutely be just for the parents we're like we're in and you know we'll do it for a dollar or whatever yeah. you know we did it we're for like nothing. but you guys you've looked up our work right you know what we're we like, do? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, like yeah. oh yeah, yeah we totally, love you we're like totally. but did you do your research like, you yeah. really yeah, totally. And that same night, um, <laughs> funny, our, our now drummer in his band, who we're, all, we're friends with all of them, were also playing. And in our school, there's this big, open, grassy area right. in, inside, like AstroTurf area. And then there's a, a gym, auditorium, you know. And we get there, and our friend Mark, who at the time, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't in our band yet, uh, they were playing for the entire party out there in the public. And we check in with our people, and they're like, okay, you guys. We can't actually have you play until 10 o'clock. And you it's can't be on the main the stage. And it's going to be in this gym, and we have to close the doors is kind of what they've said we have to do after somebody listened to some of your songs on YouTube. And they put a sign saying, like, enter at your own risk. These ladies are dirty. <laughs> if you get offended, you can't. I mean, we just need you to know that this is a raunchy. And we're like, we're not raunchy. Breast pumps welcome. We didn't, you know. We didn't <laughs> even know till later that, like, the people on the PTA at that time had to, like, fight for us to be there mm-hmm. or something. So what we did that show, and I think we did it for, like, 50 people. Yeah. And, of course, we brought the house down, oh and so it was a blast. And then later my kids went to school there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have the poster, and the woman on the poster was, like, an admin person at the time, and now she's the principal. Yeah, She's my kid's principal. I'm like, remember this poster, That's Linda? That's so funny. That's great. I love but your sign. But we always sign say that to people. We're like, like do your research. Exactly. Like, I need to have her sign it. Like, make sure you know who you're hiring. Oh, we've we've I, we've had our mics cut in the middle of a uh, – you remember oh that? We God. did an outdoor hotel. Like, straight up unplugged? Just Well, they were – like they just walked on stage and like you need to stop singing right now you need to you're <laughs> amplified and it is going all over the place like, and there well, were small children walking around we're like you booked us like this is what we do and we told you a thousand times to do your research they, they, and they're they, like you need to stop singing just back away from the mics and see yourselves out and we're like okay do we still get paid is there yeah, a bar yeah <laughs> they, they, they plug you back in the very end that's all I've got to say about that. That's basically what it was. Well, we also, we, uh, somebody saw us at one of these Expressing Motherhood shows, and mm-hmm. we were singing together at the time, and she came up to us afterwards. She's like, you know, I, uh, I'm like the, the head booker for uh, this, uh, for Stagecoach Country Music Festival. Have oh. you all ever heard of it? And we're like, uh, yeah. It's like Coachella for country music. They're, she's like, w- would you all want to play that? We were like, 
yes, yes, we would love to play at the Stagecoach Country Music Festival. Here's our number. And then and she's she like, you're going to be in the, in the kids, kids tent. tent. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, are you, are you sure about that? Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. And so literally we were, our little stage was set up and there were children like coloring and doing crafts. And we're like, so we just like censored ourselves. We just back away from the mic when there was like a dirty <laughs> word or we change it or whatever. And oh God. It was really. It so was, it they was just see mommy. Fun. They just see mommy yeah, they in see the mommy title. And, they think, and they're oh, like, oh, it must be like Raffi. Family entertainment. <laughs> That's exactly right though. Yeah. That is like people see the word mommy. And yeah. so they, they're they like, can you play my kid's birthday party? And we're like, ah, uh, not really sure you want us to play your kid's birthday party. Has that ever been, Has you got, have you guys ever considered, I mean, obviously you want to keep your own brand and you've built so mm-hmm. much into it, but was mm-hmm. there ever a time when that was becoming so much that you considered changing, changing name? your name yes. or something like that? We spent about three months trying to find another name for this, for this act. And we just couldn't, we were just like, we just don't know what else to call us. Like, we're Mommy Tonk. We're yeah. Monkey Tonk I think the moms. closest we got was like Burroughs and Noel because we, we really we really look up to people like uh, the Smother brother, the Smothers yeah. Brothers yeah. and like, you know, Tenacious D tenacious and stuff like that. D but and- Mommy Tonk just encapsulates what we do, I think, really. But I, I'm sure some marketing genius would be like, no, you should be called I Mom So Hard. But I'm like, no, this, there's really <laughs> two successful moms who are already called I Mom So Hard and they're making they're lots of money and we're happy for them. Well, first yeah. of all, I love the name, and I hope you keep it forever. Thank you. Yes, I do, too. I, I just perfect. don't think anything else rings the, yeah. off the tongue like, as well as that. Secondly, we I can relate. With our, with our little exposure that we've gotten so far and our little fame and this podcast, I've had mm-hmm. a few people say, you know, neighbors don't knock. Hmm, but they should, shouldn't they? <laughs> you know? You no. sure you don't want to change that to neighbors should knock or something no. totally different? I'm going, then they're not a good neighbor. Right. I'm gonna, <laughs> right. Yeah. If you if you if you if you come in, you're not knocking. Trust me, things go badly <laughs> for you. So, you know, if you're a neighbor, you're welcome. So many people have great ideas for you, and then you're like, what? Why don't you like? What? What do you mean you have this great idea for me? I, I don't know. Maybe we're, you we're, should we're really paint the painting. Before. You know? Yeah. Well, I will say though, in Nashville, like people will come up to us and go, "Hey, you should write a song about blah blah blah," oh, and we're yeah. like. Oh, okay. But then one time, this woman came up to us after a show in Nashville. She's like tear-streaked face because she's been crying and laughing. That's great. And she's like, I just got divorced, and I really want you to write a song for divorced women. And so we wrote an anthem based on what she told us in that moment, and it's called Let's All Get Divorced and Go Drinking. And she she basically co-wrote the song with us because she was just like, I just got divorced, and I'm a mess. And we're like, We'll write a song for you, and it's on the album. <laughs> we did, yeah. So that's true. We do yeah. like those suggestions. I'm like, sure. Well, well you guys can show. get the album. if I mean, it's on, again, Apple Music, Spotify, everything, but you can go to mommytonk.com. That's right, mommytonk.com, and you can get their album. You can also get merchandise, find out, you know, see videos, check out pictures. Um, I, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at a trucker hat that is rainbow. It says Mommy Tonk that I could really – pull off I, I everyone probably disagree with that but uh <laughs> no no you actually could you could pull that you off think you I can pull it off? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm feeling it I'm, I'm feeling it uh but you, there's merchandise on there there's show dates there's all the information that you guys can get um ladies it's been a blast having you guys on we wish we could extend even longer uh one thing <laughs> I do want to ask is there a message that you guys give out to to women and and, and mothers specifically just because of of your your name and things like that um that that you like to promote within your shows obviously laugh and comedy and things like that but do you ever get asked to do that kind of thing motivational speak and i mean i think one message that that just kind of rings throughout the show is that 
you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Like whatever you're going through, uh, you're not alone. And that's one of the reasons we love to sing about the things we sing about. Because I think we mentioned this earlier. We'll get together. We'll spend the first hour or two hours of our rehearsal time. And we're just shooting the shit. We're just downloading what's happened over the past whatever day. And we've known each other since our kids were babies. Mm -hmm. And now our kids, you know, she's got a sophomore in high school. Mm -hmm. So it's, we've been through most of the things. And, um, it's a lot, and as a parent, you know that. It is It is a lot to raise a child, and there are so many things going on in that child's life mm -hmm. and in your life. So um, you're not alone. That's mm -hmm. the, I think that's one of our main messages. I and think we another message is, are thinking. yeah, it's like uh, don't lose yourself in motherhood. Don't. Do not. Make time for yourself. Carve, carve time out for art or expression or just a girl's weekend or whatever because you could totally lose yourself in the monotony of domesticity, and you shouldn't. Uh, you'll be a much happier mother if you just step away for a bit. You might want to get a babysitter. That's up to you. Depends <laughs> on the age of your children. <laughs> you know, make time for yourself. Find your girlfriends. Find your village. And, you know, for us, uh, the hardest thing I think, or one of the hardest things, is not having family around. Not having family around. And even though we didn't have family around, we did find family. And look, here's my boyfriend now, oh, Conan yeah. O'Brien, the dog. Oh, Come here. She can't River. get in here because of all the cold. You oh, named the dog Conan. No, but <laughs> I was gonna say, wow, we, we really have to have an intervention so now. <laughs> no, 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 no. The dog's name is River, and it's a girl. <laughs> oh, well, she's our anyway, girlfriend. Yeah, you're not alone, and don't lose yourself in the job of motherhood. And uh, bourbon, you know. And drink. And drink. <laughs> and drink Tito's and, or, or Woodford or, or Bullet, whatever. You know, whatever do, is we, your what's choice. What's that Bible verse? We can do all things through Tito's, which we, strengthens us. Yeah, we yeah. can mm -hmm. do all things through vodka, which strengthens us. Strengthens wow. Us. I think that's Philippians oh. 4.16. See, it now, is. You're, so, now you're really getting my wife's heartstrings <laughs> going. <like it. laughs> oh, we know our Bible verses. One time we're sitting, I have to, I know you're trying to wrap the show up, but I have to tell you that one day we were sitting at our kitchen table and I think somebody was filming us for a Facebook Live, and they're like, well, why don't you all just sing a song? And we're like, what song do we want to sing? And we literally broke out into, friends are friends forever. Give the Lord's a Lord. And we didn't know. Michael like, w. w. Smith. Come on. Wow. Like, we're, I was like, did you go to the Christian concert? And she's like, yes, no, but we, I know that song. We all know that song from Christian Summer Camp. Yeah. I, I, the Camp Ozark, I believe, is where I went, and we used to sing at the end of every camp session. It's the it's the closer. That was like you it's got like you hugged, like you're no we you did. You got our closer. <laughs> okay, that's, that's our closer. closer. <laughs> it's the mic drop camp song. Yeah. Like that's wow, what that I said, took mother. A real weird turn at the end. It was a big finish, and then they just started singing. <laughs> we had everybody Bibles on the way out that aren't Bibles. Anyway, no, uh, we we would keep you guys here for forever. Uh, oh my God, you guys you, are the best. We'll come back on. Thank please you. Oh, you have an open us. invitation anytime to come back on. Actually, okay, we'll see you tomorrow. It's <laughs> <laughs> per your request. I was like, <laughs> my phone's just kind of ringing. It's like my wife's like, "Who's calling you from Los Angeles?" You know. <laughs> Thank you all so much. You all are amazing. We just we love, love you guys. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so you much. You guys for are so sweet. Is there any way we can get a small taste of one more little? little trinket of music before before getting uh, out of here i would love do you want that. this one or do you want um yes that's, the that's that one. one yes i'm with philip yes <laughs> which one that top one i think so i think that's the shortest yeah all right wait all who, right. who's always on top and who's always on bottom well you'll have to find out on this <laughs> episode <I'm Well>. just <laughs> okay wait, this song right? is uh this song is called my kid the giver and uh yeah. I think my kids just walked in, but that's okay. They know me. Uh, sorry, <laughs> kids. <laughs> You'll know. 
56 hours of labor and a ripped vagina too. Kicked out of preschool, gymboree and swim class too. What did you give me for this life that I gave you? Head lice and a virus. Head lice and a virus. Head lice and a virus. Fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. Come on in. Come on in. We're all friends here. Hey, guys. Uh, no. Uh, that was fantastic. We're we love you. That was fantastic. That Thank was you. for you, you little gems. Yes. <laughs> Love our boys. Well, thank you so, so much. And, and for our listeners, again, you can go to mommytonk.com. You can find out what's going on with uh, upcoming shows, get their merchandise, download their albums, subscribe to their YouTube channel, uh, along with subscribing to Neighbors Don't Knock. Yes! Absolutely. That's, and we're that's gonna right. Put, we're going to put everything in the episode description to make sure you can find all the projects. Ladies, thank you so much for gracing us thank with your you presence. Guys. It was fun. Yes. The, thanks, Philip. Thank thanks, Brian. Thanks, the Phillip lovely Brian. Shannon Noel and Stacy Burroughs. You guys were fabulous. <laughs> Remember, you guys can catch episodes every Friday from Neighbors Don't Knock. You can go and find us on social media or go to neighborsdon'tknock.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. It's just been a treat. Philip, ladies, it's been awesome. Cheers. It's been fun. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.